Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Andrea Polito celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. It hit me today that my husband and I are actually approaching the one-year anniversary of making the final decision that he was going to join the company. And what we've done in the last year has been really kind of extraordinary. It's been a journey. It's been exciting. It's been scary at times. It's, it's been all the things, all the feelings. Um, but what we've really figured out is that together, our core competencies make us really well suited to consult for other businesses, small and large. Now, I've been consulting for other businesses for the last 10 years. He did it for about three. And it's something that we have now taken on together. And we're working with a couple of different companies and projects, really very specifically in the venue space. Now, I don't talk about this too much publicly. I don't push it because our space here together on the podcast is really about community. I don't intend it to be salesy. I don't ever want to come off as salesy. Um, but having served some of you as your business coach or consultant in the past, and with many of you reaching out asking me if I have a business coach, if I work with a consultant, and debating whether or not you should be doing this, I really wanted to jump on and talk about it. First of all, I do believe that just like a therapist who is treating patients should have a therapist of their own, I believe that if you are in a space where you are teaching others, you should constantly be learning. If you are coaching, you should have a coach. And so I am very fortunate to be a part of an organization called the BBC Collective. It is the Business of Being Creative Collective group of us wedding pros that get together once a week, talk about topics, debate them. Sean Lowe, who is the founder, has been on the podcast before. If you need to kind of get information on him, I'm going to go ahead and link it below. Now, what is the difference between a coach and a consultant? Well, from my perspective, a coach is not there to give you answers. A business coach, a personal coach, is there to help you walk through your business, consider your options. They act as a sounding board and very often a neutral party that helps guide you in the direction so that you can find your own best answer. A coach is going to help develop you, but ultimately doing the work is your job. Whereas a consultant is someone who's going to come in, deep dive into your business, identify issues, identify pain points, and then make suggestions, very specific suggestions about solutions. A consultant is going to give you the tools and guidance. They're going to break things down and then rebuild them so that you can correct the course of your business. Now, neither a coach nor a consultant is going to run your business for you. Some consultants will develop parts, but you ultimately are responsible for the feeding and caring and watering of your business. Now, how do you know if you need a coach or a consultant? Um, yes, everyone does. Everyone needs someone. Everyone needs help, a safe space, someone that knows more than they do. You want to look for somebody who can give you a broad range of input. Now, I personally, beyond Sean, I've hired 
brand consultants. I've taken courses in influencer marketing. I have gone to different conventions and signed up for one-on-ones. I've gone to people who are outside of the wedding space and said, hey, can you take a look at this, whether it was accounting or marketing or ad spend, and just give me a checkup. At the very minimum, I want you to look out and meet with somebody once a year. Consider it just an annual checkup. The way you take care of your health, you need to take care of your business. Now, people will ask me, okay, I'm, I'm kind of ready. I want to get into this, but what, is it, what does it consist of? What happens in the consultancy process? Now, every consultant works differently. What I have found works best for me when I'm hiring a coach, when I'm inviting someone into my business, or when I'm consulting for another business, is I look for a very highly specialized, customized approach. My suggestion is that you look for somebody who's going to do an initial getting to know you intake so that they can fully understand your business and your goals. Then you want to develop a schedule, whether it's calls, videos, or meetings so that you can follow up on these goals. You want to break the goal down into tasks and topics. So for example, I had a client that I worked with that really needed step-by-step education on the sales process. And so when we looked at the time we were spending together, we dedicated three weeks to going over different sales strategies practicing different sales strategies, and then reviewing and tweaking so that the sales process would make the most sense for them. At another point, I hired somebody to help me with media coaching and training. And when we worked together, I was able to say, these are the things that I think I need. These are the things that I think I want. The coach was able to come in and say, okay, you're missing these pieces. So please let's consider these as well. We were able to put everything out on a board and then set up a schedule. Don't just jump on the phone for a how you doing. That's coffee with a friend. You want somebody who's going to work with you on developing a personal brand, developing your business, and you want to have a really clear path to move the needle forward. So now the other people will say like, okay, but after that, like, what do I get? What do I, is there a thing that my coach should be giving me? Like, do I get an owner's manual? Do I get a user's manual? Do I get notes? Again, this is something that is very specific between you and your coach. I do believe that you should have a schedule. I do believe that you should have some sort of generalized agenda. I believe that there should be notes and follow-up. I think that if your calls or your videos are being taped, that you should absolutely have access to those so that you could go back in and review your notes. Generally speaking, it's your consultant or your coach's responsibility to provide you access, information, and training. It is your job to take notes, to take action, and to execute. So if you are feeling like you need something in writing, go through that with your coach. Otherwise, know that it's up to you to really build out what it is you need to ask for it and then to make sure that you're getting it. Um, A question that was sent in to me recently, and this is a tough one. What happens if I have a negative experience with my consultant or coach? This is difficult. First thing you have to ask yourself is, did the consultant do a poor job 
or did you just simply not enjoy the process? Did you not like the feedback? Did you not get the results you've wanted? That isn't necessarily the consultant or the coach's job. A lot of times as a coach or as a consultant, we're put in the very difficult position to give negative feedback to people who are paying us money. It's a, it's a really strange thing because it's if a consultant and a coach is doing their job, they're pointing out the weak spots. They're pointing out the opportunities to learn. That's tough to hear. I go into my BBC call every week knowing that I'm probably going to get my ass kicked a little bit. And there are times where it's been really hard to take, but you take it because that's what you're paying for. You're paying for someone to pull your issues out into the light. So I really want you to think, did the consultant hurt your feelings because you're sad or did the consultant breach what they're supposed to do? Did your consultant make appointments with you and then cancel? Were they distracted? Your consultant should have information, be able to give you guidance and information. They should be able to ask you questions and then take what you give them as an answer and present it to you with a new way of thinking. If your consultant has done that, they're doing their job. But if the consultant is not, if they don't have anything interesting to say, if they're not challenging you, if they're not giving you constructive criticism, if they're not showing you new things, at that point, you need to sit down and you need to have a conversation. And it's a hard conversation. It is possible that you are just communicating differently, that you and your consultant are not on the same page in terms of how information is being shared. If that's the case, there's a very good chance that the relationship can be saved. If it's not, if this person is just not for you, then you need to talk about an exit. So you likely will not receive a refund on your deposit or on the time that your consultant has already spent with you. You should be able to cancel a certain amount of future appointments depending on how the deal is structured. So if your consultant is not performing, if they're missing meetings, if they're late, if they are distracted, if the information they're giving you isn't very specifically geared towards your business, then you want to have a conversation, note to them in writing that you believe they are in breach of their agreement and tell them that you want to discuss an exit plan. Now, what does consulting cost? This is a big question. There's a range. I have seen consulting as low as $500 per hour. I've seen it as high as $2,500 per hour. If you're moving into a space with a celebrity coach, um, somebody who has a, a real level of just like personal development, you can be looking at tens of thousands of dollars. There are organizations out there that cost twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars to belong to. Um, think about what it costs to go to a Tony Robbins seminar with thousands of people. Now imagine what you would pay one-on-one. -on -one. Depending on what you need, if you're looking for a coach, you should plan to spend about five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars per hour. If you are looking for a consultant, if you have a venue if you have a bigger business, if you have something that you want somebody to come in, break it apart, fix it, 
and then rebuild it. You want them to build the bike while you're driving it. That's a different story. Typically, something like that has a retainer. It has a monthly fee. And then you may or may not be looking at some sort of bonus or percentage of sales if you're hiring somebody to get into sales. In any case, I suggest that you do a lot of research. Find out what the coach or consultant has done before and ask people that have worked with them. When it comes to finding a coach, finding a consultant, deciding if this is the right place for you, you have to live in the referral space. Ask your friends. Request referrals on social media. Look for resources online. If you see somebody with a podcast and a YouTube and a blog and you see that they're out there speaking, that person is very likely offering consulting services as well. Find people that you like. Connect with people that you believe in and then sit back and watch for a little while. Watch them over the course of a couple of weeks or a couple of months. See if you like their style and then reach out directly and ask if there's an opportunity for them to work with you. If you see a friend who's doing really well in their business or even a competitor, ask them. There's every single person I know who has done any level of coaching and consulting can't wait to share the name of their personal guru with you because they're just so happy with the experience. They want to pay it forward. So ask people how best you can work with them. Ask people who they've worked with. And if you want somebody who's in either your very specific segment and space of the industry or who is geographically located near you because you're looking for a more one-on-one experience, then I really think that you should always go to your Google Assistant and just put in personal coaching, business coaching, branding, put something out there on social media, I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot of great information. So I hope this answered a lot of questions about coaching, consulting, how my husband and I specifically do work with other businesses, what it means to be a coach or consultant, and most importantly, why you should have one. I currently work with a couple of different people in the wedding space and out. I consider it to be the greatest investment in myself, my business, and my family's future because education is the key. It is the answer. It is always going to be the way. I hope that I provided you some of that today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Until then, Andrea Epolito celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love.